Well, it's my honor to introduce your special guest speaker today, Mr. William Hoon. Let me tell you guys something. When Peter was fishing at the shore side and Jesus showed up, he walked up and he said, come follow me, I'll make you fishers of men. And they dropped their nets and they went after him. And for three years, they ministered with him. And for three years, they practiced the things that Christ was doing. And for three years, they cast out demons and they prayed healing for people and they were immediately activated. And I believe that as a child, if we took Christianity and we said, when you were a child, you learned that one plus one was two. And that's what Christianity is. It is a simple reality that you're a sinner. God created this world. Sin came into the world. Jesus died on the cross for your sin. And you're now saved and set free. And your mission is to go and tell everyone about him. One plus one plus one equals three. And you don't have to complicate this. This might offend, but you shouldn't be coming to church for 12 years and sitting in the back still like you don't know how to get involved. When Will and Gav showed up to church here around November last year, they showed up and they instantaneously got involved with what was going on around here. Instant. We did the, we set up for Christmas. We did all kinds of things. We had fun. We laughed. We got to know each other on a personal level. We did things. And then when it was like, when we started talking about, you know, I remember they came up to me and they said, what's going on with young adult ministry? You know, we would really like to do that. And they got involved. They showed up once and then they took it over. And they've been faithful in that ministry. And Will Winton just sat in the back and he became faithful to that ministry. And the same thing with Eric back there. Look, don't look at the man behind the, 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 the drapes, right? Listen, when he showed up, he, you know, we talked, and I remember his, his folks were here visiting with him from Southern California, and they were like, well, maybe if he had something to do. And I said, well, we need somebody in the back. He's been back there ever since. That's what getting activated is. And Will and Gav are activated. There are people around here who are getting activated, and I believe in activating Christians. You should not be sitting there being mobile. You should be active in your walk, active in your faith. So I challenged Will a while back, and I said, I'd love for you to go up and speak one Sunday. He said, okay, this was a few months ago. Then some time went by, and I said, hey, I'd like you to go up there and speak one Sunday. And then finally he said, okay, I'm going to do it. And he put something together, and then he came to me recently and said, it's ready, it's done. I said, okay, cool. And he goes, no, I need to do it like now while it's done and it's fresh. And I said, okay, you got it, man, October 2nd. So he's up here today, and I'm, I'm honored to call you friend, and thank you for your service here at the Rivers, and God loves you. And we love you, and we're honored to listen to you today. All right. All right, he said it. That's it. <laughs> um, so the, the passage I'm on is Acts 5, and a lot of things happen there. Um, does everybody have a Bible, right? I'm going to grab mine. What the heck just happened? The pastor walked off stage. What's going on here? This is crazy. <laughs> uh, so in Acts 5, just right before 
um, the, the apostles were just healing somebody. I'm supposed to be using that one. The apostles were just healing somebody. Um, and the uh, Sadducees had just watched them or, or had, um, were about to throw them in prison. That's what happens in Acts 5.17. Um, and there's things in your life where you just have to look at it and go, good. And so I'm going to just play a quick video. Uh, does anybody know Jocko Willink? No? Somebody does. He's an ex-Special Forces, or, or not ex-Special Forces, but Navy SEAL who uh, did it all. Like, did it all. I, I came from the Army, and that's what I did for a long time. So looking up to somebody who was even more, like, Army is cool, but Special or Navy SEAL, that's even cooler. up or pull me aside with some major problem, some issue that was going on, and he'd say, boss, we got this and that and the other thing, and I'd look at him and I'd say, good, and finally one day he was telling me about some issue that he was having, some problem, and he said, I already know what you're going to say, and I said, well, what am I going to say? He said, you're going to say good, he said, that's what you always say. When something is wrong and going bad, you always just look at me and say, good. And I said, well, yeah. When things are going bad, there's going to be some good that's going to come from it. Didn't get the new high-speed gear we wanted? Good. Didn't get promoted? Good. More time to get better. Oh, mission got canceled? Good. We can focus on another one. Didn't get funded. Didn't get the job you wanted. Got injured. Sprained my ankle. Got tapped out. Good. Got beat. Good. You learned. Unexpected problems. Good. We have the opportunity to figure out a solution. That's it. When things are going bad, don't get all bummed out. Don't get startled. Don't get frustrated. If you can say the word good, guess what? It means you're still alive. It means you're still breathing. And if you're still breathing, well, now you still got some fight left in you. So get up, dust off, reload, recalibrate, re-engage go out on the attack. That's, good. that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> so, with, with that, there's a lot of things in your life. Every, every single day, something, as, unless you're at home all day, in your safe place, there's something that happens to you where you have to think about, you don't, you don't have to think about it, but most people, I feel like, are going to think about it and 
rethink about it and rethink about it. And eventually you're going to find out, I learned something from that. I, taught, I, I, I had to figure out what that was teaching me. And God doesn't just put problems in your life for you to, um, for you to run away from them. The, the sword of the Lord, the Bible, the chest plate, right? The helmet, all of this stuff is facing forward. There's no... I'm defenseless if I'm facing this way. I can fight if I'm facing this way. So you want to run at your problems. Your problems are not behind you. Well, they may be behind you, but turn around and face them. So um, that's a lot of what we've got going on here in Acts 5. Um, And I originally was going to start at Acts 5.17, but... I'm actually going to move to 527. Um, And when they had brought them to set them before the council, and the high priest questioned them, saying, We strictly charged you and not to teach in this name, yet here you have filled Jerusalem with your teachings, and you intend to bring the man's blood upon us. But Peter and apostles answered, We must obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised Jesus, whom you killed, hanging him on a tree. God exalted him at his right hand as leader and savior to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are witnesses to these things. And so is the Holy Spirit whom God has given those to obey him. Real quick, notice that. Um, When they had heard this, They were enraged and wanted to kill them. But the Pharisees in the council named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law, held held in honor by the people who stood up and gave orders to put the men outside for a little while. And he said to them, Men of Israel, take care what you are about to do with these men. For before these days, Thutius rose up, claiming to be someone, and a number of men, about 400, joined him. He was killed, and all who followed were dispersed and came to nothing. After him, Judah Galilean, Judas, Judas the Galilean rose up in the days of the census and drew away some of the people after him. He too perished. All who followed him were scattered. So in the present case, I tell you, keep away from these men and let them alone for if this plan or this undertaking is of man it will fail but if it is of god you will not be able to overthrow them you may you might even be found opposing god so they took these advice and when they had called in the apostles they beat them and charged them not to speak in the name of jesus and let them go they left the presence of the council rejoicing again real quick rejoicing um Rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer dishonor for the name, and every day in the temple and then and from house to house, they did not cease pre- teaching and preaching that the it, that Christ is Jesus. Can we go to my slides? We don't have them up on screen, but good, we don't have them up on screen. So right here, uh, 
So my first slide is the Sadducees acted hastily. This is one that I kind of skipped. But the Sadducees acted hastily and, quick and without thought. They were quick to put the apostles in prison. They were quick to put them um, in one of the darkest places of their time. Moving on. They were furious when they did that. When they, when they put these, they, they, they didn't think about what they were doing. They just wanted to get rid of these men. These men who are just following God. And that's what all of us need to be doing every day. Following God. Um, this is not something that was perfect. Yeah. Um, this is not something that you see every day. And that reminds me of when the angel came to them went here in Galilee 5, or, or uh, Acts, the part that I skipped <laughs> again. Um, an angel came to them. And when an angel comes to somebody in the Bible, it's always, do not fear for the Lord your God has sent me, right? Do not fear, right? The, God, the angels are not necessarily these peaceful creatures that we all imagine in the movies, right? Sometimes they show up and it's terrifying. And it's not terrifying in an in a evil sense. It's terrifying in a, in a sense that you don't know who this person is, that why, how they got here. You know, sometimes somebody spooks you when they come around a corner. But the angel here just goes on. I should have read this. <laughs> um, but during the night, but during the night, this is 19, but during the night, an angel of the Lord op opened the doors of the prison and brought them out and said, go and stand in the temple and speak of the, to the people, all, to the people, all the words of this life. So he doesn't tell you, do not be afraid. These apostles already knew who this angel was. That's what this tells me. This, this, this angel was familiar to the apostles. So when you see an angel, you may be familiar with them or you may not. And that's what I got out of that verse. Uh, can we go? Hey, these lights are not that hot. I'm sweating because this is nerve-wracking. Yeah, good. <laughs> so the next, it would be up here. <laughs> the next thing is Peter held the Sadducees accountable. See, the Peter holding these Sadducees accountable is something that we can do with each other as well. We can hold each other accountable. We can come to each other and, hey, man, I'm messing up. But Peter did this in a way that was more than just holding them accountable. He was telling them the crimes that they had committed already. These, these Sadducees are not somebody today. You would never come up to a Sadducee. You would never walk up to Gavin Newsom. You would never walk up to... Trump and be like, you're the worst person in the world. You wouldn't do that because they've got security guards that are standing right there waiting for you to do that. They've got the guy next to them who is not ready for that. This is not something 
anybody else would have done today. So the Sadducees are on a high, on another level to like to the people today, but Peter is able to hold them accountable, and we can do that in a better way. Willingness to do that in a better way to another, to one another. Hey, man, are you okay today? Uh, accountability is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, next one is willingness to return to the council. When the apostles returned to the council of the Sadducees, they did it willingly. You're not going to go stand in front of the judge and tell them, hey, yesterday I was speeding. I was... I, I think I need a ticket for that, right? You know, you're not gonna you're not gonna go to the police officer and, you know, I think I might have stole this. You, you, you know, um, you, that's just not something that you do. But the apostles knew that what they were doing was the right thing, so they were willing to go to the Sadducees, go to the council, and that's what when when you know you're doing the right thing, everything becomes easy. Everything is becomes easy. Okay. I'm going to speed up. Um, um, this enraged the Sadducees. I read that. That one. I, I enraged. Yep. Oh, here's, here's one. The Sadducee, the, or the Holy Spirit, Spirit, is given to those who obey. When you, when you obey, you go from becoming the, the sad person, head down, man, I don't know what I'm going to do today. I'm just, I don't know. And you become filled with the Holy Spirit. You, you're out there. You're ready to do something. You're facing your problems. Because that's what the Lord can do for you. He will allow you to face your problems rather than let your, fro- your problems face you. So we can continue. Um, this is shown in the apostles later rejoicing. This is, this is exactly where that what I, video I played for you, the look, looking back at things, is the only way you should look at things. Looking, looking at them from a whole different, all 360. You don't need, look, magnifying glass is good for finding the tiniest thing, but if I'm seeing everything in its whole picture, it's a much more beautiful picture. Okay. Oh, here's, here's something pretty cool. Gamaliel acted as a lawyer. Um, Gamaliel was a, was a Sadducee, and here he is standing up for the apostles, telling them, telling the other Sadducees, "Hey, you might not want to do that." We can move on. And this was simultaneously an act of fear and grace by Gamaliel, because Gamaliel watched what the Sadduc- or watched what the apostles were doing. And he knew that what they were doing was real. 
He knew that if God can heal this person, He can make me not walk. If He can make this person here, He can make me not here, right? And then it was also an act of grace because He didn't have to do that. Gamaliel was called to do that. He was giving them some grace. Um, the apostles were... Sorry about my. Oh, the apostles were beat and then rejoiceful and then persistent. And so they were beat in a way that today you might not think, uh, or you might not think you could survive a beating that was given back then. The beatings back then were not something that you hear about today. It's, it's, Attempted murder nowadays is a beating back then. They, they were simply, simply worse, to put it simply. Um, and can we run back through those real quick, sorry? Beat, rejoiceful, and then persistent. Being beat and then being rejoiceful about being beat? Who can do that? If you can show me somebody who can do that today, I, I'm going to work for them. I'm going to go to work for them 24-7. They can, they've, that's impressive. Because that shows, and then being persistent about what got you beat shows that there's meaning behind that. We have meaning to what we do every day. And the, this... Uh, When, when you find the meaning in your life, thank you, um, when you find the meaning in your life, it becomes so much easier to be rejoiceful, and it becomes so much easier to be persistent, and God is that meaning. And Jesus gave us access to God through him. Um, I don't have much else to say. Uh, Pastor Chris will do another message on this same verse in a couple years. Stick around, find out. <laughs> uh, I'm sure he's going to find something different, but just as cool. Uh, here he is. Actually, I had gone through like three or four different, um, Pastor Chris asked me to do some, um, do a message. I was like, okay, yeah, cool. He asked me to do it again. I was like, all right, I'm going to have to find something because he's going to keep asking. <laughs> and I'm glad he did. This has been an awesome experience. Um, so, and I just did a quick Google search. I was like, you know what, I'm going to Google search a, a message. I Google searched the... Uh, for, for planning. I was thinking about uh, the, the, my, the title of my uh, message was going to be the best laid plans of mice and men. 
And as you can imagine, this has nothing to do with planning. <laughs> this, this message was, de it, it did, the best laid plans of life and men did guide me to hear number, what is this, uh, 38, 30, uh, Acts 5.38. It mentions a, the word plan. It happened. Um, and after reading this verse, all the other verses about planning was like, no, that doesn't, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. So I come to this one, and, and this one stuck. This was like, oh, that one's it. Will did great. Did great. Future youth pastor? I'm watching. Do you look at, do you hear the excitement? Um, in our search for uh, the church that we wanted to land at, we, uh, we couldn't find the right church until we landed here. In our search, I was going from... Ten different churches. I, I. No, no, no. They all have youth pastors. They all have everything I. Or, or they all have the filled out. Um, they don't need me there. But here it's like, yes, of course I'll be your youth pastor if you want. And, oh, hey. Just say yes. Like, just say yes. It's like. Yes doesn't mean I'll have it done tomorrow, unless it does mean that. But in that case, maybe saying yes is not the right answer. But say yes is always easier than saying no. Because saying no, you're saying no to yourself. You're saying, no, I can't. To say you can't do something is never, never the easy, or it's the easy way out, but it's not the right way. So saying yes can, can easily lead you to, since we've come to church here, we've moved out of my dad's place. Love you, dad, but it's fantastic to be on our own. Um, I've gotten a job. Actually, did I get a job? Okay, yeah, so I got a job, and we've faced a couple other hard times since then that were all 
because I've been saying yes. <laughs> Just say yes. Good. 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 Uh, well, as the church, as part of the church council, we've been talking about you guys, so. Any good? We've been talking about you guys. We know God didn't bring you here by mistake. And we were talking about this just recently. Um, maybe I think those that went to um, those that went to our leadership conference in Danville uh, in two weeks from today on the 16th. Do I have that date right? In two weeks from now on the 16th, they will be up here for our time to each give maybe 10 minutes of of what they received while they were there, uh, just to kind of impact us so we can hear what they learned, uh, the way that the Lord spoke to them. So look forward to that in two weeks. Next week, we'll be back in Joseph. And so I just want to thank Will. He did fantastic. Well, let's pray. Father, I pray over Will right now, Lord. I just pray your special anointing on his life, Father. We just know that you didn't bring him here by accident, Lord. I hear all the right things coming out of this man's heart, Lord. And we know that, that you live in his heart, Lord. So we know that your spirit is working through him, Lord, through his family, Lord. We thank you that you brought the Hoon family here, Lord. All the Hoon family, Lord. Not just Will and Gav, the entire family, Lord. We thank you for what you're doing, Lord, in the life of this church, Lord. We thank you for the growth that we see, Lord. Again, like I prayed earlier, Lord, take out that spirit of sadness, Lord, and lift us up with the spirit of fire. We have the Holy Spirit living inside of us, Lord. Let us all show it. Let us all express it. Let us all feel it, and let us all speak it. In the name of Jesus, I lift up this church family to you. We, we thank you for our complications today. We say, good, we're going to fix it. We're going to do something different. We're going to make it work. We're greater than this. We are conquerors. We're going to conquer this technical difficulty. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for everybody here. We thank you for their heart. In Jesus' name, amen.